what's up y'all how you doing welcome to another edition of upright citizens uh, featuring the great bob debu what's hey, up bob how what's you up, doing Ruben? hey great good to see you so good cool. to be here everything's yeah, all right in st louis there it's beautiful in st louis today yeah it's lovely oh yeah yeah i'm yeah. here still in in the beautiful island of anguilla trying to ride this pandemic out you know as long as possible as i can here um actually it's funny they well anyway we won't talk about that <laughs> but it's good being here but today forget about us today we have a special special guest um going to be the first of our interview series i want to call it maybe uh, on upright citizens uh a longtime friend and and one of the legendary drummers of our time mr mm. greg hutchison what's up hutch what's up yeah. what's up baby hey man how y'all doing what's up bob hey gregory Oops. so good to be here hey, hey man it's good to see you man <laughs> you know here, well i mean we we just we trying to you know just share some knowledge you know, so yes, we, to our not just to our base base bassists out here but all musicians whatever but you know coming from our standpoint since this is a bass podcast hello mm -hmm. uh you know just you know pick your your mind your brain your 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 experiences that you've You've gone through uh, the, yes. you know, but how, how old are you? 67? How old? Um, I'm actually 50. 50. Uh, thank okay, you. 50, thank you. 50. But I look good, though, man. You know, He's I, like, hey, you, I still got all my hair. <laughs> so let's start there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Shut up. Anyway, uh, what, what, what's, let's, let's, let's ask you how's things in Rome, by the way. All, all, all those that, that don't know, Mr. Hutchison lives in, in, in Roma right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he decided, mm -hmm. you know, because he could work from anywhere, he, he decided to move to Rome, you know, some years ago. Um, how's things over there? Man, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I regret that shit. Nah, <laughs> things are good, man. <laughs> things are good. I mean, you know what? It's just like anywhere in the world. We're trying to, we're trying to make it through. Um, as you know, music is completely come to somewhat of a standstill so mm. uh, man you know we're just trying to survive but the good thing is man i think we are fortunate to still be here and we lost a lot but at the same time we're still here and we gotta just think about the future we can't really think about what happened yesterday we gotta think about what's coming up so to answer your question man i feel good i'm, I'm seeing you you know you my dude and i yeah. meet bob here for the first time so you know mm. as long as my peeps is good i'm good man Right, 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 talk, right, talk. right. Here we go. Here we go. Well, let's let's start this up. Let's let's start this this whole you know, interrogation oh, right damn. now. Um, well, I mean, you and I, you know, we known each other for I don't know over 30, 30 years, maybe. Oh, I mean, over thirty late, years, we, man. We, 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 hmm. we uh we let in the late eighties or so. What was it? Late eighties. Yes, late eighties. Yeah. Of Manhattan first, right? That's right. Late eighties. And, you know, who knew, I mean, you know, who knew we were going to, you know, be here today, you know, being able to play music on a high level, uh, yeah. be, you know, best of friends. But yep. to, to start, I mean, you've also played with some of the, the greatest bassists of our time and, you know, some that has passed, you know, have gone on, you know, from yes, you know, Ray Brown to, yes. to, uh, to, you know, while well, Ron Carter's still here, yep. Christian, of course, you yep. know, Roddy Whitaker, Bob Hurst, Ben Wolf and, and our, 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 you know, forget that dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rogers. Yeah. And, and, you know, even, you know, modern base, you know, you know, basis of our time right now, as in, yes, as in sir, the younger yes, generation from Joe Sanders, Ben Williams, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are some of the elements you would say, uh, in the basis, obviously, that you really speak to you, to your aesthetic, and also what are the qualities that you know that's you you think is mandatory for a great basis, you know, 
the, well, the ones the ones the ones that are yeah. evident and the ones that are kind of mysterious mm -hmm. well i think you you just a word you just use mysterious that's that's a thing man <laughs> that's and a bob word right there it's yeah, a yeah. thing and i think also <laughs> man yeah a vibe uh -huh. like you gotta ha you you can't play the bass and not have a vibe this before we even talk about the, the things that we no, you have to have, if you don't have a vibe when you pick up that wood, man, it's, it's, it shows, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I, mean, I feel that if I, if I'm on a bandstand, I'm looking at the bass player and he looked like he, he's holding a piece of furniture. It's like, man, they already, I'm kind of already put off well, my vibe. Well, if you can, if you can even break down what that means in vibe, I don't know if you can or not, because. Okay. Some, yeah. I can break down a vibe. Well, well, it's well, attitude, attitude, yeah, attitude. You know. Yeah. Attitude. Okay. The way you right. the way just the way you walk and the way you handle the instrument and the way you think about the music before we even get on the bandstand. That yeah. has a lot to do with it. Now, if we want to talk about the mechanics of it, I mean a big sound, uh, a good tone, good mm -hmm. intonation, a right. quarter note is a quarter note, mm -hmm. uh, knowing mm -hmm. the different time feels. Mm -hmm. And you know, just <sighs> I think, you know, like, I, I, you know, it's funny, man, after doing a lot of teaching, I'm starting to really understand a lot of things about the, the youth. And I think it's, you don't have to be an encyclopedia of the bass. You don't know, but you got to know the people on your instrument. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, if you don't know the people that played the bass, how are you going to even start playing? Like, if you don't do the, that kind of investigation into the, the right. masters that played your instrument, uh -huh. And I find that a lot of times that's what's missing. So for me, mm -hmm. the big sound, that steady quarter note, mm -hmm. I, you know, wherever you want to put it is cool. Long as it's steady. You know what I'm saying? If you want to play on the beat, long as it's steady. You want to play behind the beat, long as it's steady. You want to play on top of the beat, long as it doesn't move. I don't need fluctuating quarter notes. You know what I'm saying? Well, I hear that. And hear so that. everybody that you named, the, the, the thing that they all have is that that quarter note is consistent. Everybody's got different sounds. All you guys have different sounds, but... The one thing that separates the the tiers of all musicians, A, B, and C, is consistency, is the A level. Mm. Different sound is all good, but that quarter note being consistent, those are the A level cats, and those are the cats right. I want to play with. And so that's why, you know, me and you've been playing how many? Over 30 years, homie? Right, so, right. you know. Well, I mean, the, I think the biggest what you're saying, too, is that your front, the, the fundamentals are there, but you got to have some kind of personality, right? The, the, the people, you know, the people, the people, and, and that doesn't always just come, you know, you know, uh, some people it, grow it, into it though. Yeah. It doesn't always <laughs> come like it just, right? I mean, I, I mean what, how do you feel about that? What I just said, uh, Bob, I, you know, give your two cents on that. Yeah. Personality wise, right. You can definitely tell that walking up. That's, that's such a cool thing to hear because you yeah. can almost hear before you hear what somebody's going to sound like just by how they walk on the stage, what they're wearing, the vibe. <laughs> how you said it, how you just the said vibe, that. And I was right? like, I've thought that before, <laughs> how the cat picks up the bass or how somebody's man. holding the sticks before they even get started speaks right. already. So man, that's, that's very but, cool to hear. But also that, you know, that's nothing that that's something innate, right? Right. Ain't nothing yeah. We, yeah. We can't teach a, a student to, yo, you got to work on your vibe. I mean, you can always, No, that's you, life though. That's yeah, life. You know, that's you can life, pull, your, pull the coattail and be like, yo, that t-shirt you wore. On, on on the bandstand last night ah, you might want to figure that yes. out okay? you know that's life but, uh, that's life yeah. stuff too that's yeah. the whole thing that's that's the life thing but man you, you you hit it and you know you and you know a lot of times you either got it or you don't right Some, and, and sometimes it comes later too it comes later right yeah but the more you the good the thing more, is that you mm -hmm. 
Go ahead. You can, not to cut you off, but you know, some cats, you know, it's, and I'm sure you've had this experience with some drummers, man. You play with them the first time and you're like, ah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, you realize you find the mechanism that you need to push to step, make them step up their game. So yeah, there you go. if people, if, if, if a drummer's playing with a great bass player, then eventually that stuff wears off. Like right. you will get better and the same thing mm-hmm. the opposite way, right? So sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I try to, you know, young mm-hmm. me, you know me, man. Mm-hmm. Oof, boy, I didn't have no patience, but older me is like, all right, you know what, man, let me just see. Because the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to discourage the young cast. So we're trying to get them to come on in. So if mm-hmm. a cat is not really playing up to par, I'm like, all right, let me try and assess what it is and then figure out how I can show through the way I'm playing how he can how he can right. come with me. Right. And if that don't right. work, then we have to talk after. You know the talk, right. Ruben. <laughs> you know the one I gave you a few times. You know, Bob, I had to straighten him out a few times, right, man. All right. We'll save that for the, the next segment. We'll save that come for the here. next segment. <laughs> <Super session. clears throat> moving on. Moving on. Uh, this, right. this, this is a great question, actually. You know, we, we, uh, Bob and I share notes a little before. We do mm-hmm. some of these podcasts and we, we take out some, leave some, but I like this thing that he, he says, uh, he said, you know, I agree with this. You're, you're an incredible listener, right? You know, you, you know, can you share insights on how to listen better or, or, I mean, or is listening that just came something that came naturally and, it, and like, did you, is that something, a, a selfless thing that just innate in you or someone was like, yo, you should do this. Uh, and, you know, you know that's basically the base question because you 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 sculpt the music a certain kind of way all the time and you know and just your focus especially on on mm-hmm. on, on basis when i see i feel like you your eyes just are fixed on the basis most oh, of yeah, the time that's where we make the money man come on <laughs> that's where the money's man shoot where else am i supposed to look you know what i mean i mean <laughs> i mean is there any i mean i don't know it's, it's a weird yeah. question probably but no it's, it's not it's, actually it's a good question it's it, uh-huh. and so what just happened is a perfect example i have mm-hmm. to learn that so what just happened? You ask a question. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm ready to I'm ready to jump in, and mm-hmm. but as you were saying that, I thought about that, and I mm-hmm. said, "Let me let you finish the question first. Right, right. Let me listen to you. Right, right. Because right, right. I might jump in, and you might have something. You might spin it. You might I jump in with an answer, but maybe you was going. I didn't give you a chance to develop what you were saying. Right. So right. I said, okay. It really takes because it, it, naturally we want to respond. Right. So the same thing with playing music. If you listen and you let it develop, it's great. So it's just like talking, man. It's this what we do is it's so similar to the way we live our lives. So right. mm. your parents talk to you, you listen. Mm-hmm. Then when they were done, you answered. Right. So it's the and same if, thing. So in this case, well, yeah. And in, and in my in my household, if you if you did if you talk, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's definitely in my house. Yeah. Don't don't speak. Right, to Bob. Spoken to. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's the same thing. I think it's just like the the, the ability to listen and shape. And and I got to be honest, man. You guys playing with playing with great musicians helps you to develop that also because you feed you getting ideas from other people and you seeing how other people listen to the music also. So I might come with a way of listening, but then, I mean, honestly, man, my, my stuff grew really, I got to be honest, playing with y'all, man. Like my Mm. sensitivity level really came into, Mm. you know, it was there with Ray and stuff, but really playing the music with you guys, with Aaron and you and Josh, we Mm. shaped the sound and, and you know how Josh is about things, but Mm. the way he is really made me understand how to shape parts, how to listen, how to really, okay, 
have the air and mm-hmm. not just play, like really see what's needed. So like I always talk about, we talk about this too, Bob, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. We take the I out of the music and we put the we in. And that's the listening. The we is the listening. The I is I'm just going to do what I want to do because I practice this thing. The we is I'm listening. What does the music need? Mm. What does the bass player need? What do I need to do to be supportive of that? At the same time, I'm getting to do and shape at the same time in the rhythm section. So we're a partnership. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my thoughts on they, right. cats call me old school man. They're getting at me on Instagram. Oh, it's all right though. Oh, I'll nice. be old school because that, I think that's the way the music should be, man. Right, right. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you know. You. Yeah. So so it, it's 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 about a level of patience too, right? Like taking yes, the time sir. and really not speaking before it's before it's the right time. But that leads me to a really good question I had for the both of y'all, mm-hmm. uh, and that's how you know when when I when I hear you individually and then when I hear you collectively. There seems to be this sense, and it's it's exactly what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. How it's it's both like quiet and loud at the same time, mm-hmm. not like just dy- dynamically, but mm-hmm. like it's supportive while speaking and being active but not busy. Yeah. So how mm-hmm. do you how do you speak? How do you play so creatively like while you're listening? You know, is there any insight? Like, how, are these qualities you think about? Like, are they things that Let's you do right here? Yeah. Well, I mean, right you know, beast, it, 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 it's but it, it 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 comes with that. That you know, there it is. It goes back to what we were just talking about a little bit ago. Having, um, if your person, if you have a certain you know sound or personality mm-hmm. on your instrument, and you actually feel secure in it, mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how loud or how much you're playing. You know, hopefully that's going to come out. I think that's why we, we gravitate towards some of all these great bands. Uh, each individual, whether it be the Miles Davis, whether it be, uh, you know, uh, John Coltrane Quartets, whether it be the, the mm-hmm. Brad Mellow Trios, wh- whatever, mm-hmm. you know, th- as individuals, their personalities on their instruments are so strong. And, and you know, the sum of the whole is what makes it like this, this thing mm-hmm. that we're like, wow. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's obvious. Right. Um, but but it's also a selfless attitude that you have to bring to the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, just basically what Hush just said, if you don't have that selflessness, uh, I mean, especially in, in, in a day where I mean, which we're fighting to get attention. Right. I mean, Instagram, individual attention to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to right. you know, that's right. To, to seemingly have momentum you know, mm-hmm. um, individually. And then all of a sudden, you know, then I mean, obviously that's going to go on to the bandstand depending on the night, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a long winded answer that, that, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's being secure in, in your know, musical personality and also being selfless at the same time. That's mm. a really, really difficult thing to do, I think. And, yeah. and, and I think some people just don't, don't get that part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of musicians, but I think the musicians that we gravitate towards, uh, like the Brian Blaze, like the Greg Hutchinson, like the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Kendrick Scott, whoever. I mean, I'm talking about living mm-hmm. musicians, yeah. obviously. Uh, uh, the Brad, the um, Jeff Ballard, I'm talking about drummers right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. know, know how to just turn it up and take it back. Turn it up, you know, pull it back. You know? Right. Uh, There's one this. word I can think of. Trust. Yeah. Mm. It's just pure trust. So in the case of me, me and Ruben, man, so bigger than trust, man, the thing that that I realized after so many years was 
as this gonna sound crazy, you're gonna think I'm nuts, man. But hmm. the bandstand wasn't where I enjoyed the most. Mm. The music is such that we play it a certain way because we have a friendship. Mm. And because we share that off the bandstand, um, that's why when we play on the bandstand, it feels that way. And that's based on love and trust. Right. So it's it has to do a lot with everyday simple things, you know, just mm-hmm. getting up at four in the morning, going to the airport. Well, that you develop a lot of love right there, you right, know, and right, not getting right. on each other's mm-hmm. nerves. So that's what we yeah. bring to the bandstand, yeah. Yeah. as well as our individual, you know, traits that we have that make the music strong mm, no doubt no doubt and i mean i think it's that acceptance of 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 each other personally and also you know just you know professionally obviously you know i mean because wait I mean, wait wait but i i haven't accepted you personally okay <laughs> <laughs> i just want to be clear uh, we're not friends have you accepted <laughs> Ruben rogers in your life have you praise look trust me this is this is you know this pandemic is definitely going to strengthen our friendship and our oh. no time. it has man it was time <laughs> it was time for goddamn break anyway um, I hope we have a band to play in man you know oh. cats might come back and want new bands <laughs> hey, <laughs> been thinking about know, that huh? out with it the old in with the new I ain't mad it might be that. time cool. for the Hutch Rubin project man what's I mean, up that's why I'm here you know doing the work what's up on this <laughs> oh that's what you're talking about oh well anyway yeah we need but, to get but, a project. Well, let's let's, go. <clears throat> let's let's finish anyway. this <clears throat> podcast. Let's finish this first, yes, yeah, sir. Anyway, yes, anyway, sir. but that's great. Thanks for that that insight. I mean, is there anything oh, else? Anytime, any other man. questions you got? Any other questions you got got for him, Bob? You? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I had a question based just on this. Actually, it's you know mm-hmm. that's 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 one of mine um, that that I hear that trust in your playing. And that trust and it like equals this playfulness and just results in this like amazing music. And I was I was curious, has this trust like always been there from the beginning? You you talked about it developing, like being on the road, you know, like waking up at four AM, you know, mm-hmm. getting the luggage out of the hotel, everything like that, having breakfast. But yeah. was it do you, from the first time that y'all played, did you feel this like well, kind of yeah. chemistry? I mean, I, you remember? Uh, now and I think we've discussed this before, Hutch, but I remember one of the one of the first times we actually played at a jam session was yeah. I think that was at, at Wally's in, in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's man. right. That's um, right. Yeah. And and uh I was still Killer. in in in, in uh in Berkeley and he came through. I forget maybe you were playing with Ray actually or something. I think it was with Ray, yeah, it was with Ray. You wow. he came in uh to to play in town and I was playing a little jam session there uh at, at the club. And he and Hutch sat in. I remember Donald Harrison also was there. Ooh. Great mm. saxophonist. He yes, was in yes. town doing something else. Quack, quack, quack. And <laughs> and and he, we played. I even remember this. We we played Night in Tunisia, right? Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. and actually, I have a little bootleg tape of this tape. tape I'm sure you do. You know, <laughs> uh, and of the uh, first time y'all played together. Yes. For real. Wow. Well, that's, I want to hear that, man. I, I love to hear that. It. And the beat was just, Crazy. I mean, it was so, mm. it was on from like the, the, the first, it was funny too, of course, you know, the, the, the mic I think was right next to the bass drum. I mean, you, you always put bass drum too loud, but um, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you must be talking about some other drummer. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. I know, I know, I, I know. You know, that's <laughs> not true. He doesn't play too loud. Only when I don't want him to. Anyway, um, but it was it was in sync from that that first tune that we played. It was it, mm. it was incredible, and I always remembered that. Many years later, I think we started playing together on a regular basis. Uh, uh, 
I may be a couple years later. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, of course, it 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 would start to you know, develop as we played more. As you know, any musicians, you know, who who are conscientious. In, as in you start to way, listen more you know? to my beat and figured out that I was the boss, <laughs> and that's when that's when things really picked up. That's when the band started to sound its best, actually, because before that, I thought you were like a long wolf, and you just. <laughs> You just had this problem, and, and therapy really helped you. So I'm, I'm glad that that, that worked out for you, you brother. Joke. We're finally getting somewhere. No, but you <laughs> oh, know we're gonna what? go there. We're gonna go there. But, no, but I'm just on, joking. A, on, on the real, I mean, we've nah. had we've had some times where where uh, where there's been some tug of war. Nah, and, yeah, man, we oh, nah, yeah. playful and, and tug of war, man. Playful, playful tug, of tug of war. But there's been some times where like, yo, you know, you know, you. you but it, you know what it is? It's always where, where like, come on, come on, man, you dragging or you pushing? You know, we we've done that. Mm-hmm. It's always, but it's always this, Ruben. It's always because it's such a level mm-hmm. of swing that we expect. Right. So right. if it, if it's not that, like if it's a fraction off, we look at each other because and you, that's what it, but that's perfection. That's consistency. I, I don't mind that at all. Right. You know, I'd but, much rather that than having to tell the cat, damn, man, I'm about to choke this dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. And don't feel, but what, what, what is also great is that we're able to actually communicate very subtly in that way. Yeah, and there's no ego involved, right? Yeah, I mean, the time uh, you slapped me on the bandstand wasn't right, cool, right. but that you no, know, we, yeah. we, that's cool. We, we, we but, know, but it's cool. I forgave though, you, man. But uh, you, you got jokes all the time. But no, there's <laughs> one time though, I do remember it wasn't with Josh, it was with uh Peter Beats. We were no, playing, yeah. we were playing <laughs> great pianist Peter Beats. Yeah, we no, of course, this, of course, of course. We, we were doing this rec- recording, and I felt like the 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 tempo was 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 slowing down some. Where right? were we? We were in Holland. No, we were we were in New York. We were in New York. Oh, we, okay. I was I gonna say that's was, my excuse. But, <laughs> but what was funny is that, uh, but in, during the take, I mean, I I I felt it, but I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'm off. You know, we we finished yeah, the take, yeah. we went in, we listened, and in actuality, we were all listening. And I said, and I suddenly just turned to you, like I'm like, yo, we we, we need if we do this take again, you need to. Step on it, you hear that, you know, you pull it. Yeah, I heard it. No, I remember that. I heard you that. Know, systems and, too, right? And yeah, no, it was I don't remember what, what the systems? studio was. I, think, I don't remember wow, what the system okay. was. But yeah, I but, remember but, that, man. But Sorry. I also I don't know why it just stuck in my head, but I remember you just you you hearing you hear me without like any vibe or nothing. You were like, Oh, okay, cool. We went in and then you next stomped take, on it. Oh yeah, man, yeah. Next take was the take that they used. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So those subtle things, you know, and be no ego, no ego. No ego, bro. Get your ego out of it. And yeah, also you got to take the ego out, man. And That's even it. if something hurts you a little bit, knowing how to just kind of like just, you know, take it in a little bit and hopefully it comes out in the music for, for the Yeah, band. yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, but you got to remember also, man, for me, mm-hmm. you know, I was lucky to have Betty Carter. So if I could mm-hmm. take her, anything she could say, <laughs> it was going to be much rougher than, you know. And it's just like, man, it's mm-hmm. all, like I said, the I and the we. The I is where the ego comes in. The we is like I, if somebody's saying something... Cats don't usually just don't want to say nothing to say something unless they just don't like you. Usually if somebody says something to you, it's because there's something being felt a certain way. So you got to be like, all right, let me see. Let's mm-hmm. see how can we can make this feel better. That's all it is. And when you think that way, I mean, that's why you get to, that's why you and I and everyone who thinks like us gets to play with a lot of different people because you have to be open-minded. Let that ego go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, drum and bass do. I mean, your, your boy, as far as I know, Bob, you... You and Montez, uh, Montez uh, Coleman, right? I mean, Montez. Yeah. Do, do so I play, said, what's up? Do y'all yeah, play, definitely. 
would you do you you play pretty often is that right we play, would, yeah we play a bunch well before everything hit yeah it was of course of course times a week of course and would you, know. you say would you say that was uh that's one of the drummers you play mostly in in, in st louis yeah in st louis for sure yeah oh, yeah and it's you it's know? similar similar connections you know just making it about the music he's right. told me oh. some shit that i didn't want to hear so that's <laughs> <laughs> you know but that's how you grow and that's you know uh but i heard him and so I, 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 I directly relate to what y'all are talking about, you know, that right, right. speaking about the music, it's really just about being that. And I think mm -hmm. we can speak to that from being bass players and drummers, being mm -hmm. a accompanist primarily, you know, like mm -hmm. really, um, really understanding our role, but just doing it to the, to the highest level. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I'm aspiring to y'all, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it has to be, yeah, it has to be about the music. And I love that analogy, take the eye out of the music. I think yeah, that's beautiful. that's that's great. I love it that's too. Came, I'm gonna keep I keep in my mind forever. So. Well, uh, we're gonna move on to this the the next part of this podcast. Yes, well, you mentioned <laughs> the the late great Betty Carter. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what I need to get to, I'm gonna give you a short list of albums that you've played on, because uh, it, it's there's countless there's countless albums, but just a short list that that me and Bob. You know, we're able to just agree on that. We wanted to just hear your thoughts, short thoughts on these on these albums and, you know, how, you know, sure. a short synopsis and uh, how, you know, what you sure. got from it. What do you remember from the sessions and, and whatnot? Mm -hmm. And the first one being uh, yeah. Betty Carter, one of her finest recordings, dropping things. Give us give us just a little a little, uh, you know, uh, insight on that. That's oh, um, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> we've been playing the music. You know, Betty was like she was always coming up with with arrangements and and ideas. So the, basically, that album was just kind of a lot of music we had been playing on the road, and um, that's where it got interesting because uh, you know two alphas, and uh, you know how Freddie was. So Freddie wanted to be like Freddie, and Betty wasn't having it. So I remember the rehearsals intense she sent everybody out the room and all you heard was and it was her wow. getting at freddie and then we came back in the room freddie hubbard was a, a calm man and the music was great i mean you know that 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 session was um for her i, I was really happy because it did it did what it needed to do and for me it was great because you know she was such a band leader and such a, a fun person and always trying to stretch it she didn't want to be old school so like anytime you play something old she was like she would let you know don't play that man so the whole session was was killing mark carey taurus mateen what, freddie helper craig that, handy i'm trying to remember you know, was that, so, was that your the first record you played with her or had had that recorded with her yeah that was my first record with her yeah oh, okay <clears throat> okay yeah that, All was, right. that was the first one and the second one was um uh what is that um i'm i'm yours you're mine Right, right. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was that the one? Do ding, do ding. That one. Yeah. Do ding, do that? With that? That? That tune on? Yeah. Right. What's that? that close your eyes. No, no, I forget the name. It's a beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, next next album, you know, is is there to me, and I'm I want I want to hear your your thoughts on this on on the, just so I set it up. Uh, this album basically when I moved from St. Thomas in 1992. It was one of the few albums that I that I had purchased on CD at hmm. the time. Uh, I mean, literally, I know that all these all the musicians on, I'm mean, except for Joe, uh, would become you know great friend of mine, so friends of mine, or me playing with them, you know, quite some uh, between you know uh, Stephen Scott, Whitney Marcellus, yourself, 
uh, and you know, uh, obviously Christian is a friend of mine. We haven't played together, but um, Joe Henderson's Lush Life. That's the the the, uh, mm. the album that I'm talking about. Um, I don't know what what you're. You want to say something about that? Uh, since we we both agreed, like, oh, we should ask him about this album. And it, oh, you're talking uh, to me? Yeah, yeah, uh, you, Bob. First. Oh, yeah, uh, this uh, same same. This was. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm here to listen. Honestly, I mean, I'm in a presence of greatness here, so I'm trying to hang back. But yeah, this album for me too. I I was uh, this is one of the first albums on CD that I got as well. Really? Uh, yeah. It. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety two exactly. And I remember the first cut. Uh, I got it because of Christian. I won't lie. I knew Christian McBride was on it, and I was like, "I'm getting this Chris, album because Christian who's that? McBride." Chris who? um, who's exactly. <laughs> no man. No, man. They don't. Into obscurity. Are you, are you Into talking obscurity. about? Uh, are you talking about the, the first track or the second track? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, that's. Oh, that is the first track. Is that the first track? No. Isn't it? Maybe it is. Anyways, I, I'm thinking about. I I got the album because Christian was on it first oh, and it foremost. It is the first track. It is the first track. I, I I thought that was really bold too. That comes out comes out swinging that way too. Um, but uh, but that album I listened to so so much coming up, you know, and uh, I was like, man, if if I could play like a fraction like these cats, it'd be incredible. Right. But the right. whole vibe, as I listened to it, I just listened to it yesterday, um, oh. and put it on, you know, Joe Henderson's birthday oh. yesterday. Happy birthday, Joe Henderson. Um, yes, sir. And, uh, and it's uh, just such a beautiful swinging album. I don't need to see anything else about it. But yeah, right. now it, that we gassed you up, pumped you up, I right, give us give us your synopsis, dude. Come on, bring it. There's only Punch. one word I can say, man. That's classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's classic, man. Ain't nothing much you could say, but it's classic. Joe Henderson, uh, resurrecting the life of Joe Henderson with that record was uh, Mm -hmm. a pleasure. Richard Seidel, Verve Records, Big Up. Mm -hmm. And, man, you know, it was the right chemistry of people at the right time. You know, this this movement of the so-called Young Lions and uh, there's so many cats involved in that. And to make this record with Joe, I f- it was really a pleasure. And But at the same time, that's when I got fired and quit from Betty Carter because ah, I was doing I this record. <clears throat> she called a rehearsal for Cyrus Chestnut joining the band. And I told her, I said, well, Betty, you know, I told you I got this record with Joe Henderson. I can't tell you what she said about, yeah, the record date. She was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. wow. So and basically she said, well, you got a choice to make. And I said, well, okay, I'm out. She said, as I'm saying, I'm out. she's like, ah, you're fired. <laughs> so, and, wow. but two weeks later, she called me back. She said, you all right? I said, I'm good. She said, you know, I, I don't, you know, I didn't want to fire you. I know you had to leave and I wish you the best. And I, you know, I hope everything turned out well. She was super cool, man. But that record with Joe, that was classic. I mean, the music. Um, the arrangements, uh, yeah. just, just, and, the, and just the way Joe played, man, you know, I learned a lot from just, and then after that, I got to play with him, uh, quite a bit. So that was kind of nice. Definitely right. big up right. to Joe Henderson. Happy birthday. Rest in peace. Yep. Ooh, soul yes. brother smooth. Yep. Well, let's, let's, let's move on to, to another, as you say, rest in peace to the, the godfather of the base. One of the godfathers Oof. of the base, obviously, Mr. Mr. Ray Brown, that Ray you Brown. were able to to obviously spend, you know, quite some Pops. years together. You know, um, the the record we talking about. And it's funny. Mm. You, and you told me this. I'm still trying to remember, but I think I was at some of the record because you all recorded you were. live live at Scholars. Right. Yeah, You were there. Yeah. I was living in Boston then. And but, but you all recorded that over a, a few days. Is that right? Or yeah, yeah just, we did a few days. Yeah. And I, okay, so I obviously wasn't there for the for for all of no, it. Oh yeah. I I but I did come to the show, 
uh, to see some of that. And, you know, tell us about 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 that experience. Well, if Joe Henderson was a classic, Mm -hmm. Ray Brown is monumental. (laughs) Ray Brown is Ray Brown was became my dad. Ray Brown was probably if if, I wish everybody could meet a man like Ray Brown or a person like Ray Brown in their lives Mm -hmm. uh, who cares so much Mm -hmm. and who gives so much anytime anywhere. You Ruben, you know, um, probably one of the most giving people I've ever met in my life. Um, And his door was always open. You know, you could always ask him anything. He was always there to guide you. At the same time, he was a young man. He was like, I don't care what the age was. This guy was funny as hell, man. And he always, I mean, on the bandstand, off the bandstand. And he was a businessman. Uh, And I think that's where I learned a lot of the business stuff from, because he was always about that, like, really making sure that, that that things were taken care of. When I moved out to L.A., he took care of me, man, set me up. And he just, you know, on the road, it was just like a, a life lesson. More more than a musical lesson, it was a lesson around being around a gentleman and someone that that deserved respect. And that's what he really taught me. It's like you you make people respect you, you know what I'm saying? And and through the music, you know, look how everybody reveres him, you know. And so that's that's one of the biggest things. He said, you make these people respect you. You swing so hard. They have no choice. And that's that's what he was, man. Ray Brown and Benny Green. Oof. Jeff wow. Keezer. Yes, sir. There you go. There you go. Wow. All right. Love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. So Beautiful. so the last one we're gonna ask you about, I mean, you know, I guess selfishly, it's funny. Uh I have people ask me about this record every once in a while too. Um I don't know how it became one of these seemingly classic records, but I don't Cult know. Cult classic. Who you're <laughs> the great Joshua Redmond's uh Beyond. Uh yeah. Yes, sir. We we had the privilege to to record together on in uh, ninety nine, I think it was. Such um, a problem. You know what? What? Tell me, tell me, tell me your thoughts about about the time we were able to well, to, to do that record recording. That record is uh, to me represents a time in the music um, where we were growing because we were all coming from different situations playing and we had developed our our own voices and we were all coming together to to kind of form this one voice and you, you actually and, you you left ray brown actually to yeah join yeah Josh yeah for right? sure see, see? and um mm-hmm. and actually chick chick had called me to come with him so that was kind of rest in peace chick man yeah so Hello. Uh, I, 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 I just realized man, how, how genius I'm, i just realized we did betty car then you said joe henderson then you said to then to ray brown to, how uh, the evolution all, the evolution yeah happened. the evolution Without man thinking about yeah it. that's it that's that's, that's what we try to do man that's all we was, that's all i you ever know. try to do but you know direct that record though to you know the music was written it was some new stuff um and we the songs i felt like he wrote for the band you know right. like josh always writes for the particular bands that the cats were playing in the band and i felt like that record was for us and um we play i mean Think about this though, Ruben. It's crazy. Like as good as that record is, we play that music so much better now. Yes. <laughs> mm. I mean, well, because I, well, you know I mean, why I'm, we're older. Patience. That too, but I think mm. we, you know, we we had the privilege of actually being an actual working band. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, All the time. Yes. We the the music evolved even way more after we recorded the, the, yes. the, the record. Um, yes. I mean, I, I actually remember, as far as I could remember, we we toured a lot before that. Oh, we toured, man. like, 
for, Stop. I mean, maybe half a year of playing that music. Because mainly... It's no work. Also, <laughs> don't, 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 why are you talking about touring now, man? Come uh, on. Oh. I mean, but the thing is also is that we were able to work the music. How yeah, often we are we, yeah. able, uh, you know, we do now, we like, we work some music for two rehearsals, record, and we never play the music ever again. Yeah. So, or you get the music the day before you, you record and you keep it moving. We were able to kind of develop. I mean, frankly, to tell you the truth, Bob, half of those tunes we couldn't play before we recorded. You know what I mean? Some of those, those odd meters, we had no, none of us had actually played you know, oh, wow. in, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of set a sea change for, you know, from my perspective, that was a huge record, you know, right. and those, uh, the, the, the whole like movement of, uh, like not movement, but the, the shift towards like some odd, odd meter and making right, it right. feel in really good for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And making it feel amazing. Like y'all did on right. that record. And still, and still keep, some of the that's hot the, man still keep the like the swing element yeah and all of that entire yes. tradition so i mean yeah i remember uh what's that's that, hot though what's what's that one i forget what the name of that record that, that uh, hold on but even for me like the the, the track that's written for you Ruben, oh, shit, a, a life that one's oh, right. that's wait oh, oh no oh ding Huh. But he wrote that obviously with the bass in mind. Right, you know what I mean? Exactly. That particular, we spoke, spoke earlier about him writing right. music for the band. That's it's, a classic line for you too, Ruben. But what's it's funny, um, even a life is is funny is what Hutch just said. Playing it back then, uh, yeah, I couldn't finger it in a way that I wanted to speak then. You know, it was like it, it really? came out when I listen to it now. I can hear how how I should have fingered it better for yeah. it to come oh, wow. out a different kind of way. So what we, he started when we were, when we were playing, we were playing uh, maybe about a year or two. He brought that tune back like 20 years later. And it was like, I could, I mean, thankfully I was like, Oh, I've gotten a little better because I could finger it is a lot better. You know what but I mean? But you're talking yeah, about yeah. a technique thing though. I mean, the way you phrase it, it's just, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, the phrasing and, and that's the other thing that. too. Just, you just use the, use the, you know, whatever you got to make the best music you possibly can, right? I just didn't yeah, have that's the technique. True. I didn't have the technique that, you know, like Christian or whatever to 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 say what I want. Now I could say it a lot better. I mean, but thank thankfully that's growth, right? But yes. um but yeah, 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 Hutch man, do, that that time was 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 Can was I wonderful. can I ask a question too? Was that so you talked about touring before y'all did that record, but uh-huh. um, so was it a session where you went in and you just played there was no music like you weren't reading anything y'all Oh no. No, music, we right? I mean, I, by the time we got to the to to this, I mean, I probably, good. I don't know. We probably had had some sheets there or whatever, but no, it was memorized. A lot of it was memorized. Um, I mean, the 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 the, the first two records. But most yeah, of those records remember. are like that, though, bro. Yeah, all the records of time, we did. We yeah, played right? that music like, so much. Yep. Uh, mm. Passage of Time, especially, I remember going. Is it Passage of Time? That's yeah. Wait, which, which one, one is, is the sweet? Which one is the sweet, man? Because we killed passion, that. Yeah, passion, I'm sorry, I I don't mean to boast us, but bro. That's fantastic. That is, he's right, man. We we did that 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 but, band. I mean, I mean, I can't remember which 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 record it was, but I remember actually us get getting off a six week tour. Yep, and going right to it. And then like taking like a day or two off, and he had he had a schedule like three or four days of recording, right? And we knocked it out in one. <laughs> wow! Like we he was, and so they were like, uh, you know what? 
something like we took the second day out since they already had booked it and they were like yo this were the days when had record company and they were wasting money uh they were like uh let's take the second day off and maybe like the third day we came in like is there any fixes and maybe we did some nope. fixes or something and they were yep. like ah okay then they like started mixing maybe that day it was like something like that i mean a working band didn't need that but you know yeah, we nailed it, man. That was that was that was, that was a that good was a time. Special music. time. That was a special time. Working band, boy. Oof. Very very fortunate. But but <laughs> anyway, hey, we're gonna wrap this up now. Uh, yes, sir, yo, brother. Thank you so much, Bob. Love Thanks you, man. Bob, nice to meet you, do. man. This has been another episode of Upright Citizens, and yes. uh, you know we got to do a part two of a hutch. Uh, Let's hutch do it, man. We got more stuff. We got man. Listen, we got. We got a lot more, man. Brother, I, I, thirty I mean, years. I mean, Come on, man. We can't. Hello. We can't cover thirty years in. In uh, we didn't no. even talk about us. We talked no. about everything else. We didn't talk yeah. about you, you, the records <laughs> we've made. Your oh, record. Yeah. Come yes, on, man. Yes, exactly. Come on, homie. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. That's <laughs> but you know what? That's you know, good, man. We can't, I love we you, brother. Kept it tame this time, viewers. Oh no, yes, yeah, open listeners. studio, man. We can't go too crazy, man. Come on, it's PG, and, and, bro. And there you go. It's been another open studio. Uh, you know, episode of for Upright Citizens. Upright and, Citizens. Uh, y'all, Bob, Greg, y'all take care. I love y'all. Be love safe, you, brother. Okay? Peace, hey, man. Peace. Thank you guys peace, so much. Peace. 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 Be well.